Welcome to the Bob and Zip cast episode number four. I'm your protagonist, Bob Rivers. And before we get started, you've probably seen the videos of David Lee Roth in Las Vegas where he is attempting, attempting to perform. And probably someone should tell him, look, call it a career. Wrap it up, dude. We're going to play a twisted tune now. This was recorded in the mid-80s. And the reason I bring this one out of the, well, first off, it's, to hear someone sound like David Lee Roth and actually be able to sing. But besides that, the drummer on this song is our very own Zip Zipfell. In the beginning, he played all the twisted tunes with real live drums. And yes, he was for a while replaced by a drum machine, but he's an awesome drummer. We discuss it in the podcast. Here's Just a Big Ego. Sort of ready, but Ed Kelly has to do his voice exercises. Ed Kelly, go ahead. <laughs> He's one of the premier voice actors in the country. Is this a routine you do every day? Yes, my vocal teacher teaches me. Actually, no kidding. And you have a vocal teacher? I do. 
an old, like, is it a really old person? An old spinster? She's not that. She's probably younger than I am. I don't really know. I never ask a woman her age. That's That's just one of those rules I follow. I have a vocal teacher story. When I met Lisa, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, one of the first things I found out with was that her old boyfriend was Steven Tyler. Well, that's, yeah. And um, at the time, I was in a band, a very bad one, and couldn't sing. And she Have said, you been well, in a band that's a good one? Uh, yes. Oh, oh absolutely. Okay. I've played yeah, with yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. Uh, <laughs> I, right. I wasn't particularly good, but the bands were awesome. I, I've been Stuart Sutcliffe <laughs> in several bands. <laughs> Pete Worst, they used yes. to call me. <laughs> but anyway, so with the vocal exercises, the reason I was really curious about you doing those is... Yeah. Uh, Lisa said, well, you know, I know who his vocal coach is. I used to take him to lessons. And I thought, well, I don't need to go like a dolphin on steroids. (laughs) That's one of the best voices in rock and roll. Come on. Yeah. And he still got it. He still sort of got it. And and so I, uh, but anyway, I, uh, I took a couple of vocal lessons. Yeah. And um, he kind of looked at me like, singing's not really for you. Perhaps you should consider another line of work where, you know, and and talking, it turns out, was good. But I always wondered if I should have done vocal lessons. I mean, mean vocal exercises, because he gave you these vocal exercises Uh to open up your diaphragm, which is sort of what you were, I mean, it's almost, they're almost like Kegels for your diaphragm. (laughs) (laughs) Had never thought of it that way, Bob, but wow, you have an amazing mind. (laughs) I have quite an imagination. Uh, But aren't they? A little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, because if you don't use it, you do lose it. And and uh, who did I see? Who who who? The lead singer for the Who, Roger Daltrey. I knew I would get it. Yes. Uh, Roger Daltrey was performing with the Boston Pops last yeah. year. Huge concert. The Who's not even on tour, and Daltrey's out there singing, probably not for much money. And he had this intimate conversation with the audience. Probably 20,000 people, half of them are on a lawn with blankets. And he comes up and he goes, of course, you know me, you know me other band, The Who. <laughs> and he said, and, uh, you know, I, I have to tell you part of why I'm here, not that I love the music and playing with a, a world-class symphony orchestra is incredible fun. But he said, Pete Townsend can, you know, go on holiday for six months and then he can still play the guitar. Yeah. He said, if I go on holiday for six months, we're going to get <clears throat> something <laughs> like this. Yeah, he, yeah, actually, pipes tighten up. <laughs> yeah. He said, my thing, especially at my age, if I don't exercise, there is no way I could continue to do what I do. And it sort of answers, I think, why lots of great classic rock bands can tour into their 70s. Yes. They don't stop. I mean, part of it is the money spigot, right? That's true. It never turns off. If you keep going. Zip. <laughs> yes. No, I'm listening. Is it the same with drumming is, I guess, what I was thinking for you? Uh, well, <clears throat> yeah, muscle memory, yeah, that fades. And, and just the your, um, your basic Because you played ability. a gig the other night. Yeah, I did. After you broke your shoulder, and this is the first big challenging gig with a fairly famous musician, right? Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, he's no. Well, I wouldn't. Oh, come on! Do you see how Zip goes on both sides of every argument? He's extremely famous in his own mind. (laughs) 
he is famous. <laughs> Tell us Are who he all? is. No, he's a guy that used to play. Uh, his big claim to fame was he uh, worked. He would like you to say his name about now. George Gregory. George, George Gregory. Gregory. Yeah, and he said I was confusing him with the big, huge comedian, Dick Gregory. That's how I... <laughs> Who's dead, by the way. But they, yeah, but they don't have to lift Dick Gregory out of his house with a crane. No, yeah. no he's an he's a excellent uh, tenor sax player. And it's, in his heyday, he played with James Cotton, who was a big Chicago blues harmonica yeah, sure. player. Yeah, yeah. And so that was this is how good of a musician Zip is, by the way. I got the world-class voice talent <clears throat> and, and you, you, an amazing musician. You play jazz drums, really? It's um, it's a, a melding. A lot of time signatures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's it, good. No, at it's it. not too. They're not whacked out time signatures. I'm no okay. Dave Brubeck type guy, but uh, but you do uh, have brushes. Yeah, I do, but I not in this band. That's how no, you know so. someone with finesse, by the way. The ladies love the brushes. Because yes. I'm a hack. The lady wants to go back. The lady wants to go back to the room with a guy with a drummer who has brushes for yeah. sure. You, you know the difference between a drummer and a pizza, don't you, Zip? <laughs> What's that? Well, a pizza can feed a family of four. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay. Oh man. So uh, let's officially kick off the day today. It's February third. The day after the Super Bowl, the 100th anniversary of the NFL, 50 years that the Kansas City Chiefs uh, did not get a Super Bowl ring. And uh, today, all of Kansas is celebrating the tweet by President Trump. Congratulations, Kansas. You've made the people of your state proud, you Kansas City people. And why they ever moved the city to Missouri, no one will ever know. <laughs> I wonder where, where you were going. I was thinking. I, oh, I don't even know what's absurd and what's truth with this administration. Well, I, forget the administration. Somebody packed up Kansas City in the middle of the night, put it in moving vans, and moved it into Missouri. <laughs> wow. And that's a that's a wrong that has to be corrected. Yes, but I I, I was rooting for Kansas yeah. City. I really was. If you want to know about the Trump tweet, about tweet, by the way, read my blog about uh, wrestling. Trump is uh, inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2013. That's true. He wasn't. Right. And that tweet was carefully crafted to make Trump fans smile and Trump enemies freak out, just like a wrestling move. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. If you think he doesn't, he look. I, I'll give you that he probably can't find Kansas or Missouri <laughs> on the map. <laughs> on a map. But if you think that tweet went out without a chuckle, then, uh, you know, come on. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, how can I get lots of people to mention my name on Facebook right now and exactly. have them stop thinking about whatever Democratic candidate they're thinking about? Uh -huh. I know. I'll, I'll say that Kansas City is in Kansas. That'll distract them. <laughs> and then I'll kick them in the cojones. Uh -huh. That's wrestling. It's a total wrestling. Anyway, anyway whole, whole other thing. So uh, before we get too far into anything else, did you all watch the Super Bowl? Yes. 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 End to end. And we watched it because? Commercials. Ed, of course. Yeah, me yeah. too, quite honestly. Uh, the game was, it was a great game. It really was, it as really far as was. football goes. Yeah. It was a terrific and, and. contest. Yeah. But uh, it is uh, it is interesting, and what a brilliant marketing accomplishment oh God, yeah. to create a three-and-a-half-hour 
commercial showcase sure. and yeah. wrap a sport around it that you guys would never otherwise watch. No. And we don't get together as a country for big events like this on a single yeah. platform anymore. Yeah, the, the Super Bowl specifically. There is one uh, one sporting event that, that more people watch, and I, that's the World Cup, isn't it? Is it? Would that be correct globally? Collectively, but not in the U.S. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, of course, soccer, or as the uh, British call it, football. football. It's not <laughs> soccer, it's football, you ratty hooligan. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, that would be the World Cup, Bob. That's those, the but, those play, but those play to bigger audiences. Global. And cold audiences, by the way. What do you mean? What do you mean cold? I mean, when I went to Scotland the last time, my cousin Stuart, who works for Rolls Royce, he's an engineer, who did at the time, took me to see a, the Rangers game in Glasgow. Well, they don't have beer in their hands like Americans do. They have broth because it's so cold at, at a night game that that's the only thing that keeps you alive mm. <laughs> is that hot broth. I am serious as a heart attack. My butt froze. My jeans broke. <laughs> and, and which game was this that you were at? It was a, a Rangers game, uh, the soccer team in uh, what, what Glasgow. Country? Glasgow? Glasgow, Scotland. Yeah. Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, I have not seen that football. In fact, I didn't even know. I thought the World Cup was some kind of sailing thing. What's that one called? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I honestly don't know. I don't care about sports <laughs> well, most of the time. It's What's the one where they sail around the world and they get a cup for that? <laughs> isn't there a isn't there yes, a, a, there, um, a, yeah I can, the billionaires do a me. sailboat yes. thing right what's that called the Thurston Howell Cup that's what it is. no I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't love know. it I'm going on a small sail would you like to go yeah uh, but I, but so anyway back to how big the Super Bowl is it it truly is a showcase for commercials I saw okay. one commercial yesterday that disturbed me greatly really. And I would like to play it for you now. Okay. Uh, I will narrate a little because some of what it played was text on a screen. Got it. I remember. The commercial was called Loretta, and it was a commercial for Google. Here we go. The text says, how to not forget. Hey, Google. Show me photos of me and Loretta. Google says, here are your photos. Picture of a guy with a happy wife. <laughs> Remember, Loretta hated my mustache. <laughs> Google says, okay, I'll remember that. And now I do, too. <laughs> remember, Loretta loved going to Alaska. And that shows a picture of Sitka, Alaska with the Wikipedia page. and okay. says, okay, I'll remember that. Photos from our anniversary. And I'll sell them. Oh, look how young they are. They're like 22. Remember, she always snorted when she laughed. And a picture of her, a movie of her snorting when she laughs. Play our favorite movie. And there's that's right. Casablanca. That's right. Clarence. <laughs> and then Google says, here's what you told me to remember. Loretta used to hum show tunes. Her favorite flowers were tulips. There's no business like show Loretta used to say tickled pink a lot. She also said, don't miss me too much. Remember, I'm the luckiest man in the world. And I'm pickled pink. <laughs> and finally, Loretta said... After I croak, get the hell out of the house and do something. 
<laughs> that is not. That's a revision by Bob Rivers. That's just a, that, uh -huh. But that is essentially what Google yes. says. Yeah. Get out of the dang houses. <laughs> so you like to use dang a lot. I did see that, but I didn't know what the heck it was going to be until the, the clincher there. Yeah. So uh, what does this say, this ad? It says we're going to yank your, your heartstrings for money. Oh, okay. That's what it says to you. Zip, what does it say to you? It, um, to me, <laughs> well, it's the, we're one step away from never leaving the house, from basically never having any interaction with other human beings and essentially privacy. you don't have to think you don't have to remember anything you have, critical thinking is totally completely off the you know the table that's nah. what it says to me I, and it, well, deductive it, reasoning yeah all I right mean, i have a slight I, I agree with everything you guys said okay yeah but i would say paranoid. that the, the primary message of this google ad is we own you and everything you've ever done even after you're freaking dead. We're watching. Yeah. We and, and, and here's another. If you commit any crime, from running a red light to <laughs> robbing a convenience store, that. we'll be there to catch you and turn you over to the authorities. That's the interesting we thing. We will tell. Google remembers. And then, <laughs> do you have a secret hobby? Into some kinky stuff? Yes. Don't worry. <laughs> Google's got a record of every discreet item you thought you were ordering shipped in a discreet package. Here's That's the, why I'm getting BDSM ads left, right, yeah. okay. Here's this is the, all part of your permanent record. Here's the doghouse, your doghouse that you lived in for a good portion of that marriage <laughs> because you didn't get along with me. I mean, come That's on. That's right. Yeah. Oh. And your browser history? <laughs> we were just kidding about private browsing. Yeah. <laughs> no incognito mode. Yeah. We, no, uh -huh. you fooled you. That's just to keep your wife from finding out. But your descendants for thousands of years will know will what know. you were into. <laughs> for a price. Google never forgets. Yes. And we own you. That That's is what it says to me. You, you wow. bring up a very scary prospect, Mr. Rivers. The surveillance that we all live under. The end of life as we know it, thanks to terms of service. And metadata. There you go. I, I had to click on a bunch of terms of service things because I didn't, you know, install software and stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, did you actually read them? You never. would because oh, you no, would... no, 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 no. Look, look, I know when I have no power. Okay. And when I'm just a cog in the wheel, which is, you know, increasingly the older I get and the farther from having an actual career. Yeah, you have those realizations. Like we all works for we all work for Cogswell's Cogs. Yes. Yeah. Have have so, uh, have there been any like major lawsuits about terms of service? People challenging no. that. Can I address this, Bob? Yeah. Because even the people in Silicon Valley are saying to Congress and to senators, you know what? We're making decisions we shouldn't be yeah. about this stuff. <laughs> we really don't know what we're doing. It's the you wild show west. Us now. Yeah. I'm serious. They're yeah. saying you guys in Washington, inside the Beltway, really yeah. need to step in and make some decisions for us and regulate this because we know the downside. <laughs> but you're not doing anything. Well, and by the way, the downside, and, and I think even the impeachment hearings show this, is yeah. if, if there's a financial incentive... Mm -hmm. It trumps morality, if I may. Don't say, don't say Trump. It trumps morality, and it, and it has nothing to do with one man who happens to be in the White House now. It's, no. it's, uh, look at what the Democrats did. Democrats are um, setting up the election 
you know, there was, why have a trial where you already know there results, there's going to be yes. an acquittal? Yeah. Because you're to bring out additional proof and to, for there to be time to bring out additional proof. Yes, for because people, you, you, have the you want to come forward. You want Loretta. Oh, she passed away, but the future Loretta. <laughs> <laughs> you want all these sweet people who think there's sweetness in the world. Yes. You want to convince them to and, wake up. Yeah, and then there's yeah. the other people who are like, "I'm tired. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore." People. Just to show you that there's nothing new here under the sun. This is human nature. You I want those people to also get riled up. The whole, the whole of the digital universe yeah. wants us riled up. And diametrically opposed. Yeah. Are you riled up? I've backed off. Yeah. I've stopped, I've stopped posting on Facebook because when was the last time you heard someone say, you know, I was thinking that way, and then I read a Facebook post. Gosh, when I saw your meme, it suddenly became clear to me. <laughs> no said no one ever <laughs> said no one ever. yeah yeah that's good and but isn't that society learning as a whole that we can't manipulate large groups of people by thinking something that unfortunately it's the big tech companies that are doing that yeah they're doing the group think manipulation thing and like everything else it's, it's bought and paid for yes sir. look at bloomberg what no. now how much is he worth Billions, I think it was like a quarter of a trillion billions. dollars or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's bigger than bigger than Trump. He makes Trump look like a pauper. Mm. <laughs> and by the way, that's what his penis is thinking. <laughs> and let's face it, guys. Think we, they're not connected. We know that penises have a brain, and they hijack it. It's your brain. <laughs> to my sister, who will listen to this later, may I apologize in advance? <laughs> It's a, it's That's pretty scary, man. man. It's a scary thought. It is. You know? Um, it does, it does well, give pause. But we're older, and we won't have to deal with it and before AI makes the Is that the really what the old white guy thing is? Well, I did my time. <laughs> Sorry about uh, <laughs> well, wrecking the uh, rental car. But that's car really here, how I feel. <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel. Who cares? We're on the back yeah. nine. I, I saw a thing on uh, the Today Show this morning, actually, about TikTok. I'm not that familiar with that it's platform. Yes. Yeah. And they were interviewing these kids. A bunch of them live in this mansion somewhere in like Bel Air or whatever in, in L.A. And all they do, their whole, and they make between, all they do is make videos, crazy videos, dancing six, and stuff. Six seconds long. Six second oh, videos. Oh, is that what they, it is? And they, somebody, yeah, they quick, said they make between, seriously, between two hundred and twenty thousand dollars per video? What? That's, that's what they were claiming mm. in this piece. Between twenty and two hundred, or between between two hundred and twenty thousand dollars per video. Are I you sure that wasn't viewers. <laughs> uh, I it was on the Today Show this morning. I swear. You I don't know, know if it's well, on the Today Show. Oh, you gotta believe that's, it. That's right. That's too. pretty much the Wikipedia for this. Hang it's on, probably owned by NBC Universal. But that that would. Um, but I was just thinking, my God, you know, that's where well, it's influencers, going. Influencers, are very. Uh, it's a very lucrative place to be right now i i got uh i don't know if it ever happens to you in in email i got a congratulations on signing up for tiktok email 
Really? Did you? Are you on TikTok? Did no, you I never happen? signed up for it. I never I'm did. I say I don't either. Here's how you confirm your email address. I'm like, how do I send you the middle finger instead of a <laughs> digital salute? So TikTok is uh, short form mobile videos. Our mission, as if they have a humanitarian mission, yeah, mission statement, is to capture and present the world's creativity, knowledge, and precious life moments directly from the mobile phone. TikTok enables everyone to be a creator and encourages users to share their passion and creative expression through their videos. Make your day with real people, real videos. So that's what it is. Uh, to me, like, you could already do that on YouTube or yep. Facebook or direct person to person. But every time a new format <clears throat> comes out, that's the one that the cool kids want to be on. So, you know what I mean? And so then it they, loses Facebook its luster now, and they yes. go somewhere else. It's, it's like bars, Bob, when they open up. They're cool for six months, <laughs> oh, and then they have to re redecorate, you know? I remember when people used to go to bars for yeah. socializing. Yes. Uh, but they're, Teens they're are now in... claiming they have coronavirus for yeah. TikTok clout. Look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a teenager and you go on TikTok and you have the flu, don't, don't tell people you have the flu. No one will click on that. <laughs> tell them you have coronavirus. A teenager in Vancouver, Canada, Tuesday posted a TikTok video of a boy wearing a breathing mask and a hoodie in a school lunchroom and coughing at the trash cans in the hallway. Great. The person in the video is shown dialing 911. First presumptive case of coronavirus confirmed in BC. <laughs> That's just clickbait is what that is. Yeah. The, the video, of course, went viral. 4.1 million views. Wow. Here's the strange one. 817,000 likes. Yeah. And I've always wanted Vancouver, British Columbia to have a deadly virus. <laughs> I don't think that's what the like connotes. Well, what, why would you like that? I've always wanted little children to die in school of a virus. Because it's a parody. I'm sure it's not actual. Uh, well, it was taken seriously. Uh, and it did turn out to be fake. Yes. I'm TikTok uh, removed the video following an inquiry from the Daily Beast. Now, there's your sign of the apocalypse right there. A <laughs> oh, website oh. called the Daily, Daily Beast, Beast is keeping the media honest. <laughs> okay, so now I get it. Now I get it. So TikTok is the video version of Snapchat, right? Uh, kind of? Updated, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Man, I sound old. Jeez. Well, you are. Uh, I am. So... Uh, and there's other ones, too, that that people pop videos on and Instagram and uh, all of that stuff. Um, it's fine. Uh, these will exist. What I like is that there is competition. What I don't mm -hmm. like is that as soon as one of them gets big, it gets bought by Facebook. There you go. So they'll end up being two, Coke and Pepsi. There's always two, by the way. There's <laughs> right, Microsoft so, so and where, Apple. Where's yeah. the monetizing aspect of, of TikTok? You know, is it? Eyeballs. That's Eyeballs. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Human traffic. Literally human traffic. <laughs> I know that's not, not a popular kind. phrase. <laughs> not the traditional kind. Yeah. In fact, my MySpace stock sucks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was their business model, too. Yeah. And I tried to get somebody to combine the, the, the three of them, but nobody would invest in my twit face. <laughs> it just didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I love that, though. When you have an idea for a social yeah. media network and all you have is the idea... And you yep. go and you buy the domain name as if that's going to happen. And then just wait for somebody to want it. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever have an idea that you, uh, that you bought a domain name for? 
Yep. All right. Everyone has. Most, and most and then, you go, then yeah. you go like, oh, yeah, to start a company, you need money, yeah. capital, people, and you have to spend your whole life committed to it and risk everything you have. And have I, think no... I think that $13 just went down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> Until somebody really needs it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and most of you... them have already been bought, by the way. Yes, it's very hard to find ones. Uh, yeah. What did you get? Motownimpressions.com. Uh, Motown oh, Impressions. Interesting. Yes. And what was the uh, what was the gonna be the company? It was, well, it was just basically I wanted to corner that in case I wanted to do a musical act. You know. Oh, Motown Impressions, like a oh. band. Oh. Yeah. You know, yeah, Zip is a great drummer for that. He's so good at that stuff. Oh, you like Motown, so far right? Oh, I was Zip. a huge Motown. Nut. Yeah. Yeah. When I first moved to oh. Detroit, I went to the Motown Museum, the old one, oh, the original one, did. Hitsville. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I would love well, to did... be in a Motown band with you two guys. Oh, dude, I'm so down. <laughs> oh, so all right, let's do it now. <laughs> all right. Uh, zip. Baby, uh, what was what was mine? Pick your song. Pick your favorite Motown song to sing. And you're an impressionist, so I'm sure wow. you got a good Ain't one. Ain't that peculiar, uh, Marvin Gaye? Peculiar. Marvin Gaye's the hardest to sing because he had some real... Yeah, yeah. so Ed's yeah. one of the greatest voice talents in the world, but he didn't take vocal lessons from Steven Tyler's voice coach. So <laughs> no, Give him one of the easy singers. Like, yeah. One of the things we used to do with Twisted Tunes is we'd pick a singer who was flat all the time, and then Spike... <laughs> <laughs> God That's bless brilliant. you, Spike. But it, like, for example, Bruce Springsteen, you know, yes. I'm going down, down, down. Yeah. And then the Spike <laughs> could just nail it. Ooh, I'm over. You know, isn't it, isn't it odd that some of the biggest voices of our time, or at least in the, in the rock world, are absolutely horrific technique as oh, far as singing? Once upon a time, well, but, so but they yeah. didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Sure um, you hmm. used to laugh about, <laughs> and now you <laughs> can't remember the word. <laughs> now you do talk so loud. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I love Bob Dylan. I, I've actually I, I could listen to a whole day of his entire catalog once, yeah. and then I'd hate him for another five years until <laughs> I listen to. Him. Okay, so back to Motown. Uh, yes. Pick a hit, Ed. I got sunshine. Perfect. Oh. Zip. Do mouth drumming. Here we go. I'll do this. Bon, do, no, I've got sunshine. On a cloud. Flat. Sorry, I can't. I can't go on. When it's cold outside. Oh, you can do it. Wow, not bad. Motownimpressions.com. Okay, do you still have. Here's the thing, we need something for this no. show that the that the other show that I do, Bob Spike and Joe has. Uh huh. We need a theme song. A theme oh. song. Wow. Yes, I think uh, I've got sunshine. Would be a great name for our podcast. Actually, we also need a catchphrase. Hmm. See, with with Mitch Album, whom I work with, it's easy because his big hit was Tuesdays with Maury. So right. he his podcast is Tuesday People. We're just morons. How about we're just morons? <laughs> Tuesdays with morons. <laughs> Tuesdays with morons. All right, but just so you know, if something magically appears, we need a catchphrase right. and a theme song. And I right. think with Zip on drums, me on keyboards, not singing, because I can't mm -hmm. sing, uh, and you sing, and we could do like a Motown thing. I think that's pretty good. Excellent. All right. Well, you, 
Let's move on to you know, but you don't need you know, following along this digital conversation, you don't need players. You just need a few samples to lift. And then you're yeah, oh set. yeah, I can make that. I can make fake music. He does it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm making it's stuff sound like the original. It has forever. been. <laughs> it has an unscrupulous really modifier, as they used to say. <laughs> yes, a digital thief. Uh, all right. How far, how far are we into this show now? We're about a halfway through. It's about time for a commercial break, Bob, with one of our influencers. Did you send us a commercial, or should I pick another Super Bowl one? I just, I just did. I sent one to you this morning. Okay, let me grab it. Uh, library visits outpaced trips to the movies in 2019. I that did read this, by the way. Did is you? This, does this have the bit at the end? Yeah. You read everything. Yeah, it does. Uh, the... Uh, the, the interesting thing about libraries is, why bother? <laughs> libraries are solitude. like soup kitchens. The only people who need them aren't holding the world's, you know, information in the palm of their hand. Right. And I've seen people in soup kitchens with an iPhone 11, so I don't know. <laughs> I do love the library, though. Yeah. I have a soft spot for the library. But can you think of a reason there should be a library? <laughs> Um, I would think one-on-one tutoring. If you like, if you go to the uh, Apple Store, <laughs> first of all, there's two languages. There's the the 19-year-old language that the Apple geek is speaking, <laughs> and at the library they actually speak a language I understand. Okay, so for old people who are about to die, we should keep the libraries going a little longer. That's what no, that's just like. for people who've gone to uh, casinos and gone broke. There's they need an alternate place right. to and go. for poor people who have n- no access to the internet. And See, it, I think it like healthcare. I think the internet should be a basic human right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean it's we have the sum of human knowledge. Mm. Yeah, plus every possible way to leech off of you and make money. Those are True. a wonderful combination. And the things that I download should be done on a public server, not a private server. That way you're immune. Oh, so you like that aspect. (laughs) So the IP address where this weirdo is planning to plant the bomb is a library. You know they'd still catch you. You know why? Yeah. Why? Well, because there's a security camera at the library. Of course there is. They would identify you. They'd have a picture of you. And they would be, oh, Homeland Security would be on your house like that. Which I, by the way, that's the upside yeah. Of the surveillance world we live in, mm-hmm. I because wonder, if, I wonder yeah. if it'll come to the point where, much like smoking has been, you know, exercised, uh, you know, if it'll be like a digital free zone. Sorry, no phones. You know, uh, yeah. speak quietly. You just, you know, converse. No digital uh, connection whatsoever. That would be cool, like a club that would disable every digital device in the That's club. called Congress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they do that, don't they? No witnesses. Yes, yes they do. Uh, I love no witnesses. Because yeah. after, uh, after the House, um, you know, would, asked for witnesses, and they would only give them hearsay. They said, it's only hearsay. Well, could we have the wit- actual? No, no witnesses. And then when uh, the trial got to the Senate, it was like, you didn't prove your case. Oh, yeah, and still no witnesses. Right. So I think that's brilliant uh, maneuver. The other thing, Bob, if you yeah, put yeah. And by the way, the House could have fought harder for witnesses. They, they wanted to have. get this over with. You know why? The impending election? That's right. They didn't want to yeah. actually, they wanted, so in, in one hand, I, got, I see the Republican viewpoint that the Democrats mm-hmm. did a piss poor job. Mm-hmm. And uh, on purpose. 
They, yep. And, you know, on the other hand, I'm like, I always think of Tony Soprano when I hear that the goal is no witnesses. You think of me in a manly way or I'll break <laughs> your neck. <laughs> well, isn't it interesting? What are you, a widow? Isn't it interesting? You got Gina Lola Bridget out there. And you're thinking of me? What's wrong with you? <laughs> okay. Let's play this. Uh, the library is losing popularity now. More people. Wow. Yeah. More people visit. Hold on. More people visit. The library. Uh, actually, the movies are losing. Pop, so is the library. Yes. Yeah. The library can. The library now beats the movies, which means the movies are dying. But the libraries are dying, too, which means right. they're both dying. Here we go. Right. But what if it were a movie trailer, Bob? The library. Ah, is that what the yes. bit is? Here we go. Here's Ed Kelly. In a world where people don't want to pay 12 bucks to see a movie, a world for broke cheapskates with too much free time. Excuse me, where's the nonfiction section? Shh. Keep your voice down in the back near the periodicals. It's the public library from the taxpayers who brought you the post office and the motor vehicle department. The public library will have your pulse pounding from start to finish. Damn you, Dewey Decimal System! Damn you to hell! Be quiet or I'll confiscate your library card. Ah! <laughs> the Public Library, starring the guy who only comes in to use the bathroom, the chatty elderly woman who's just there to get out of the house, and of course, the creepy dude who visits adult websites on library computers with the sound turned up. I can watch it on my phone, but this excites me more. The Public Library, in towns everywhere. See them soon before budget cuts close them down. All right. And yeah, I hate to hate to say it, but I <clears throat> I don't know why we keep libraries. They, you know, my <laughs> where I live here in Shrewsbury, they appropriated I want to say twenty million, and they built a whole basically rebuilt the library. You know? They're updating them. They're yeah. making them yeah. computer friendly, and you know, making them appealing to kids and people that are computer illiterate. I mm -hmm. mean, the whole idea of the library is to solve the illiteracy issue, and I think they serve a vital function. Hmm. I'm a big fan of libraries. I thought that was supposed to happen in kindergarten and first grade. No, not for poor people. <laughs> we should give them money. Yeah. But I want to see. I want to see the, the the you know the at the psychological effect of you know phones and just digital interaction with young kids it's being studied yeah mm -hmm. oh, you know over with the juries is out obviously still correct i mean have, have well, has I, it been I, around I long enough to make a you know distinct I, I know a prominent neurobiologist and uh of course 10 years ago or so they were very very concerned that as people who knew digital devices through their development started to get married that they would mm -hmm. have a hard time with children with unconditional love because there's no unconditional love on a digital device. You click, <laughs> no, you click, I like it. You click, I hate it. You choose only the things selfishly that you want to see. And you always put out this fake image of yourself. It's better to practice doing that in real life, by the way. It is human nature. <laughs> well, that explains <laughs> the whole millennial situation for yes, sure. Yes, it does. Uh, and, and I don't know where that has fallen, although I do know that there uh, seems to be some research suggesting it wasn't as bad as we feared so far. Uh, and uh, the other thing I noticed with my own son and my grandchildren 
is that they are, uh, you know, much like television. I mean, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It is TV to them. Yeah, the phone is the boob tube of the yeah. modern era. Mm -hmm. And the parents used to say, all right, that's enough TV. I'm shutting it off. No, please don't shut it off. No, I want to know what happens to Gilligan <laughs> and McHale's Navy. And I dream of Jeannie. Uh, these were all important <laughs> social interactions for me, but it was thought, and like with my kids, it was video games, right? Yes. You're shooting up storefronts and, and prostitutes. It's just a game, Dad. It's just a game. <laughs> that explains why Andrew became a stand-up comic. <laughs> I know. Teaching me about law enforcement. What, what's the big, yes. what, what's the Grand Theft Theft Grand, Auto? Grand all Theft those, Auto. Yeah. yeah, all those yeah. Ga games that were, you know, like, and Zip, you watch CSI. It doesn't make you become a criminal who's trying to cover his DNA tracks. It's just That's CSI. Right. Yep. So, uh, on the one hand, I think it's a danger. But on the other hand, I think human beings will handle it. They have to handle it because we ain't we ain't going to have a vote and turn away technology, which Too makes late. most of our money now. I do think some kids do become hamstrung from a social standpoint, however, because they're used to communicating with their thumbs instead of their mouths. I mean, I have yeah. watched groups just sit together and communicate back and forth, sitting in the same room using text. Yeah, I, and by the way, you're talking about what they studied. They, a bunch of girls, like 9 or 11, had a sleepover, and they all like were being observed. They didn't know for a science experiment. Right. And they would sit in the room with their phones, and when we would have been having... Well, I wish I could have been in a room as a girl having that, that <laughs> thing. But when when girls our age, 9 and 11, would have been yes. having a pillow fight, mm -hmm. they were all sitting there with their phones in the same room, sometimes talking to each other on the phone because it was more Private. natural than looking in the in the Oh, more instinctual. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And the human face as I'm sure you guys have spoken to facial recognition experts Absolutely. on the radio over the years, the human face has thousands, if not more, of data points that are transmitted. Yeah. yeah. That are yeah. way beyond you know, the actual world. As does vocal tone, because, you know, just when you ask somebody, how are you? And they say, fine. That's one thing. Fine. Say, fine. Like Zip. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, you know it's tepid and it's not sincere. Zip's a master of the duplicitous response. I love uh -huh. it. Oh, wow. a duplicitous response. Interesting. Yeah, your, he, your he, words say no, his, but your voice says yes. His $10 research. You know, he's always <laughs> showing off like that. But, wow. Well, and that, you know, that, uh, that weird story about how uh, kids are going to plastic surgeons to make them look more like their digital, digitized faces are yeah. Yeah. on um, No, the emotionless uh, avatars, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine going to a plastic surgeon and say, you know, I really like avatars more than actual human faces. Can you make me look like an avatar? <laughs> oh, okay. Bring in the Sigourney Weaver uh, knives. Yeah, that's wild. Who's <clears throat> wacky? All right. Uh, anybody have a burning desire? Because I have a, just a quick short story. Fire short away. Story, short story. Bob, you never have a short story. <laughs> the raconteur. How could you tell? Was it the tone of my voice <laughs> or, the, or the surveillance camera? Is it a Harvey Weinstein story? No. I just, I just want to oh. know. Is it a James Hatfield story? No, no. This is uh, nothing to do with the news. And one of the themes... Which Google keyword should we be focusing on? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> nothing to do with technology, although these days everything has something has to, to do, do with 
technology. Uh, when I was about six years old, my grandfather, whose name was John F. Bruce, by the way, and there's no record of his browser history anywhere. There's a reason for that, yeah. uh, I was six years old. It would have been 1962. Uh, he was the most influential, positive force in my life. My parents yeah. were, you know, my dad was a 50s dad who liked to yell at his kids because his dad mm -hmm. yelled at his kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, But Grandpa basically looked at anytime I was there as, I am going to just love you and say only nice things about you. He was absolutely wonderful. And he's the one who gave me a transistor radio. That got you started. That got me started and, and, and a box of batteries. He said, I said, I, I don't want, I should turn it off. I don't want to run out the batteries. He said, here's a case of batteries. Listen all you want. Wow. He let me fall asleep listening to the radio. That's awesome. He also taught me how to use the phone. Uh, I still remember his phone number, 206-239-033. And the reason I don't give you that last number is my Uncle Eddie still lives there. <laughs> Huge Trump supporter, and Old I would weird Uncle Eddie. Yeah, I mean, I would give you the number and actually tell you to harass my uncle, but don't do that. There would be a record of it. You see, keep a digital Let's record. Keep peace in the family. Yeah. So anyway, one day I used to ask my grandfather questions. Like my parents would say things like, "Quiet, I'm busy. I'm I'm drinking a beer and I'm watching the news." And I would be okay, but my grandfather, if you asked him anything, like Grandpa. He would say, what? And then he would give you, an, he would talk to you like an adult. Yes. And my parents, on the other hand, and this is no knock on them. I love them. And we yeah. worked things out over a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But they used to, they had phrases like, children are made to be seen and not heard. Not heard. Oh, God, if I had a dime. <laughs> you ever had someone say that to you, Ed? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Zip? Yeah. Oh, sure. I was, uh, I remember as a kid, I was always told, like, if an adult tells you to do anything, you do it. You don't question <laughs> it. That's what I was told. Get in the van. <laughs> I have a lollipop for you. Okay, my mom said I should, so here yeah. we go. It's true, And though. by the way, there was no such thing as stranger danger, though. That Absolutely Here, I'm no. leaving you with the priest for a week. He's going to no, watch our, you. Our neighbors were allowed to bat us around if we got out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, if he doesn't do what you say, just hit him. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. If he gets out of hand, whack him. Oh, man. So... Anyway, I'm, I'm at my grandpa's, and I literally thought of this uh, because of what, some things I'm doing the, the last couple of days. Um, I'm at his house one day, and I was really not getting along well in school. I didn't have friends. They teased me. At recess, I would sit in the corner all alone, you know. Nothing's changed, in other words. No, not really. <laughs> Those of us who become entertainers are like, how do you like yeah. me a little? <laughs> so, uh, and as I got older, it got worse. I, I decided the way to hide from people was to read. Yeah. And so I began reading voraciously. I, I did the same thing. And, and isn't that, isn't it good in a way that you were not popular? Because the popular kids um, all turned into, you know, just losers. I mean, I know it, so many what, kids that were popular in high school. Some of them are dead. It gave me a lot of general knowledge about a lot of stuff that really doesn't matter, but it also probably tripled my vocabulary mm -hmm. compared with my contemporaries because rather than converse with other people, I just read. So in my inner monologue, it's very textbook-like mm. as a result. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, me too. In fact, <laughs> yeah. I, think of, I think of life, 
frequently within the framework of the story, The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> because I read those books. Yeah. And they're Shakespeare, basically, is, is yes. what they are. It's good versus it's evil, comparison. and it's friendship, and it's companionship, and it's surprises around every corner. It's, it's a metaphor for all of life. Yes. So, Alas, uh, poor Bob, I knew him well. <laughs> <laughs> so He was a numbskull. <laughs> one day I was really hating school, which happens to yes. all of us. All of us. And I was mad about that I had to go to school. And I was telling my grandpa, mad that I have to go to school. And instead of saying, children are meant to be gone to school and seen and not heard when they're home, shut up, you dummy. Or, you know, it'll keep you from being dumb. Instead of saying that, he said, oh, why don't you like to go to school? I said, well, because adults don't have to go to school. He said, oh. I said, why, why do adults stop learning and we have to do all the hard work yeah. and then adults don't have to go to school? And he looked at me and he said, that's really smart. He said, adults probably should go to school. Yeah. And you're, you know, they have to, your dad has to go to work. Because he's got a, you know, he learned stuff that helped him get a job so that he could feed the family. I mean, he was literally talking to me like, you know, like I was actually saying something important. And I think about that discussion because the more things change, the more they stay the same. I, I look at adults and most of them are like, oh, I finished learning it at 17 years old. I don't learn no more. This is who I am. I'm a, it doesn't matter, by the way, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. You, you gotta know. have that draw. Yeah, it's like those Republicans are evil, or those Democrats are just dumb. And and, and I'm, I'm look, I look at that and I go, interesting. So, uh, what are you working on uh, learning that you don't? I know what I need to know. I already know. <laughs> and that is uh, sadly to me. What I asked my grandfather when I was six years old has still turned into one of the saddest things about people that I see. Mm. Wow. That's, at least you had a grandparents. You didn't? Uh, I never met a single one because my parents, I'm first generation removed, and they were all, you know, in the motherland. Oh, I'm so Europe sorry for you. Yeah, because they, from what I read, grandparents make better parents than parents because yeah. they have developed patience, they have the time. Yes, maturity. And people who are raised by their grandparents generally end up better off in life. Yeah. They also know, by the way, that your parents aren't actually that smart in their 20s. They don't say it out loud. <laughs> well, there's kids, they're still kids, and they're having kids. Yeah. So anyway, the, the, uh, the thought about learning is this. Someone sent me, uh, after I did a blog the other day, someone sent me, and it's a guy, he's a troll. I, I recognize him. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's trolled me. He used to troll me on Facebook, and I just blocked him and disabled him. Cause is he like, the Don King kind of troll with the hair that looks like it exploded <laughs> off the top of his head? Or uh, a smurf. Different kind it would of be troll, appropriate yeah. for all of them to use that as their avatar. <laughs> And even go and get plastic surgery to look that <laughs> to, way. To look that way with the wide open uh, eyes. No, the thing about this guy, and there's certain kinds of people that is pointless to argue with because yeah. they actually won't debate you. No, it's They dogma. will only shout you down. Yes. And if you try to make a point, you're like, how is he going to respond to this point? Well, their answer is they don't respond to the point. They'll pivot. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so this guy, I, I had written in the uh, blog about 
World Wrestling Federation comparing it to Kabuki Theater, where the <laughs> and the and the impeachment trial, where essentially the outcome is known before they start, yeah. and it's just a pomp and circumstances. And he just wrote to me and he says, "Now I remember why I stopped listening to you. That was full of BS." <laughs> and by the way, I researched. I I spent three hours working on the piece, right? And I wrote back to him and I said, are you so lazy that you won't even give me one example of what I can learn from you? Yeah. Because if this guy has something to teach me, I'm all ears. That is BS. More <laughs> left-wing propaganda. <laughs> uh, but, you know. Isn't the purpose of education to teach yourself to educate yourself it for the rest of your life? Yes, prob creative problem-solving. Yes, uh, deductive thinking. Same thing's happening with my uh, stepbrother, who's in his late 70s, and he's a tremendous guy. Yeah. Super smart, dedicated his life to service. He was a guidance counselor in school. Very cool. And he has computers, and you know he gets stuck, and he goes, I, I can't get the printer to work. And so I go to his house, and by the way, I don't know how to get his printer to work. Mm -hmm. But I know but how to Google ask it. my new, yeah. now worst enemy, Google. Yes. Uh, how do I get this printer to work with this computer? And then Google will take me to a bunch of pages and I'll try this stuff and it works. So and the, then you click, was this helpful? And you click, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but he doesn't know how to talk to his computer because he grew up talking, as we were talking about with those 11 year old girls, ah. to people only. He sees a machine there and he gets stuck. And he goes, well, that's it. I clicked and it won't let me do it. <laughs> was he the one who got bagged? By the by way, the... I use the same voice for every single that's person okay. in the world. That's, that's, that's why I'm here, Ed Bob. Kelly, you know tons of voices. That's the you only one I know. me a living. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bob, I, I've tried it once. It just didn't happen for yeah. me. Because so. I don't know what this QWERTY thing is. It says Q-W-E-R-T-Y. <laughs> What is this keys thing? Uh, so, Wally Cox. Also, that's what that sounds yeah. like. Okay. Little old me, Wally Cox. Not plane, nor bird, nor even frog. <laughs> that's so good. I wondered, by the way, because, uh, you know, as, as aging boomers, yeah. uh, we can make some references that are really funny, and I wonder if younger people get them. Last uh, Super Bowl yesterday, when the ad came on for Groundhog Day. Yeah, I, thought, I wondered the same thing. Will my kid get the reference? Right. And uh, because it's a movie from decades ago. But it's a classic. It's a runs. classic. And Keith yeah. said his favorite commercial was the Groundhog Day commercial. That was mine, too. And he's 37. Yeah. Very strange. Hmm. Very it was strange. a great spot. And uh, Bill Murray's just like, uh, he's just in another stratosphere as far as telling I goes. would love him if all he did was armpit farts. Yeah. On a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a callback to something we said before. <laughs> that's the show. okay, but you, it's good that you're you're aiming so high yeah. with your standards. Wow. <clears throat> All right, so uh, back to education. Yeah, I put the so in education. what I would oh. teach kids today because I think that when my grandfather handled that, yeah, should actually be taught in school. Mm -hmm. And I've also learned since from my neurobiologist friend that there's another reason kids go to school, and that is. The young mind is made to learn. <laughs> Plus, free daycare. <laughs> there is that. But, but what I'm saying, biologically, yeah. uh, if I want to learn something right now, and I'm teaching myself, uh, this is why my grandfather's memory came up, I'm teaching myself 
Pro Tools, Sibelius, Melodyne, and a thing called TuneTrack Drummer. And these are all programs I can use in music software to mix music, which is like like some guys build boats inside of bottles, you know, glass bottles, and and I still play with music. And the software is so hard to learn. But if I was 12... Oh, you'd learn it in a heartbeat. A couple of videos, quick glance at things. Each time I learned something, my brain would go, done, neural pathway, neural pathway created, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And then you go to sleep. But At our ages, though, Bob, we're like the old hard drives that had to be conditioned yeah. ahead of time. In fact, the brain makes the sound of an old hard drive. You know what that sound is. So you know, that's, <laughs> that's... I can hear it coming out of my ear. I do, I do find myself, when I'm trying to figure out some kind of software, like, to me, there's no logic in the way they have the user interface set up. Right. But right. if you all you ever do is work in user interfaces, it yes. probably is familiar to you. Well, yes. but no, to what you're saying, Zip, because we've gone through this on a couple of mixing boards, one of the reasons we feel that way is because if someone invents a new, better, faster workflow way of doing it, it doesn't resemble all the things we learned on in our right. 20s. So, for example, we had this little mixer board in it, and we're trying to create a mix minus on it and have another bus come in, and it said <laughs> playback didn't say bus it said playback and when like change the terminology what is playback playback is what you do after you finished recording the tape the (laughs) reel-to-reel tape (laughs) but it was playing back the sound in the computer and mixing it in with you so you could talk with and and it drove both of us nuts we spent like hours learning something that a kid could learn in five minutes well yeah it's true because i'm hanging on to windows 7 for dear life If they would only make uh, XP again. I liked Windows 95. How about you? That's when they really got it together. Then came the Commodore 64. (laughs) We all have our favorites from when we learned. So what I would tell kids today in school is that you have this magic brain. Like your brain is like an athlete compared to your parents' brain. (laughs) And I would put it in real simple terms, but I would explain to them that they have this massive gift. And oh, by the way, I know you think you'll never even be 20 at this point or even, you know, 21, God forbid, buy a beer. But your brain is going to eventually slow down. And right now you can cram it full of stuff and that'll make you able to kick ass in the world. Here's another secret, kid. Yeah. All of all of those trig questions can be answered on your phone. <laughs> right. Every mathematical equation is in your back in your pocket phone. right yeah. beside your butt. And this come and this coming from someone who did everything they possibly could to destroy their brains for a good chunk of their life. <laughs> Me. Yes, absolutely. And and what about you, Zip? Oh, maybe, maybe a little bit. <laughs> did you do drugs, Ed? Cuz Zip and I both did. Uh, Only organic varieties. Yeah. What does organic mean? Growables? Yeah. Nothing synthetic, which which is good. Your mother nature's son. I got it. Unless you count pharmaceuticals, you know they were all prescribed. So you're talking shrooms then? 
Yes, yes, I have. Okay. So you had <laughs> only, only, only twice, Bob. Only you were twice. like organic. I'm only going to do hallucinogens if they were grown. Not I'm in a the lab. Yeah, because nobody will guinea pig this stuff for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a logic to it. I get it. Licking frogs is what I like. Oh, man. Uh, so anyway, uh, on that thoughtful note about education uh, and cow you know dung. children, encourage <laughs> yeah. them with, the, you if that. you would, encourage them with the same words my grandfather gave me. Tell them that they're especially gifted at their age. And adults do kind of get stupid. But tell them mm -hmm. it's your little secret that you don't want them to tell your parents you told them. You know, on a rela related topic, if I yeah. may, Bob, I remember as a kid, probably about eight or nine, that people would talk to me as though I were like five, mm -hmm. and it would really bother me. And I made a pl I made a pact with myself as a child to never do that to children when and if I became an adult. Right. Which is why I speak. Which is to why them. it's a terrible thing. You didn't have a mess of kids, by the way. Yeah. Well, I still have other You've kids. You've a good father. Lots of nieces and nephews that yeah. I know. Yeah. You know. And, and a, a, a third motion here, just a kind word to somebody goes a long yeah, way, especially to a young yeah, person, I think, you know, mm -hmm. little recognition yep. and kind word, man. Yes, especially feel, all the Democrats feel. you know, because they could really <laughs> <use> <laughs> a kind word he, this week. See, he had to skew it, oh, didn't he? Geez. Just couldn't let all it right. go, Bob. It's Bob and Zipcast with Ed Kelly. We'd like to thank our webmaster, David Lee. In a few weeks, we'll give you information about him if you want. He's cool. Uh, to use him right now. He's too busy. And uh, you can find us online at bobandzip.com, of course, at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and all of the other major podcast distributors. Uh, please check out my blog at bobrivers.blog. And uh, another radio show, Bob, Spike, and Joe, The Bob Rivers Show. Uh, you can Google that as well. We enjoy All it. trolls encouraged, especially for yeah, Bob's blog. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you're a troll, you will annoy me just with your bullying but if you're a troll who actually knows something not just doing them dumb adults that already knows everything then feel free I, I i believe that i'm willing to learn from anybody whether i disagree spar. with them or not but they have to be willing to you know make an effort yeah so all right all right so do we have a catchphrase sayonaro or should we just end with arm farts today? <laughs> take the lowbrow route, Bob. I can't do it unless good I at. take my shirt off, and I really am not in that mood. Until now and then, until we see you again, this is Bob Zip and Ed Kelly saying so long. Dancing flats, dancing chefs, always playing, hoeing up key hops. Got no chops, got no voice So I talk, ain't got no choice If I sing, I'll start to choking All my songs are spoken Scruffy beard, funny hat Never found out where it was at Negative words had never rhymed Sing off key and out of time My doc's upset and buddy he ain't joking I should give up smoking I give all my Grammys and my big Rolls Royce if I could only sing as good as the Beastie Boys, yeah Everybody 
must get stoned to listen to me without a groan. Don't think twice, it's alright. Couldn't sing it once to save my life. The record's broke, but I'm still croaking. All my songs are spoken. Choke, choke, choke.